It's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Hey, that's us. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. We did it. It has. I missed you. Yeah, I wasn't feeling so hot. Yeah, you sounded like you sounded like you were uh you were dying, but not like that drastically. Like it was a it was a slow death. Like it might take another fifty to seventy years. How how old are you? About fifty or seventy. Okay, so fifty to seventy years. But yeah, yeah it, it sounded kind of pretty annoying rough. because it was mostly affecting my voice. So even when I was feeling better, it's like, well, I can't do much in terms of talking. Yeah, because you were going to play Tabletop Simulator in like five minutes, and you're like, I think I'm losing my voice. And it's like, well, it sounds kind of like you are. It was one of those things, too, where like, I don't know if you ever call in sick, but I call my boss, and I'm like, in my head, I'm trying to go through how I'm going to explain that I can't come in for the next couple of days. Yeah. And I, I, you know, she picks up the phone and says, hi. And I said... As Cameron and Cameron, you sound so sick. You should stay home. And I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I usually I usually text my boss with stuff like that if I, if I have to. I, and I typically like kind of person like I'll drag myself into work for at least a couple hours. And if it's not, if I can't find it like a second wind, then I'll go home again. But I'll try to give like the college try. But yeah, typically I'm just like, hey, boss, I don't feel good. See you tomorrow. And he's like, okay. <clears throat> Usually like six hours later because he's so backed up on emails and phone calls and stuff that he doesn't even see it. Oh, it's good to be back though. What was there? Oh, uh, good to go to bed. Good night. What was okay, our last show? Night. We did My Little Pony, right? Yeah. yeah I like fun. that one. Want to watch that again? be down for that but that was a decent movie i know joe wants to get netflix maybe to watch like cora and avatar and some other anime and then possibly that movie and then i wouldn't mind watching breaking bad so like you know i could see it in the works sometime in the future if you get if you get netflix um are you gonna watch that he-man show i mean i if you want to watch that like and talk about it i can go on kim cartoon and just watch it there i think maybe i want you to watch the first episode yeah, we can do that. Um, the, they just released the trailer for the the second half of the season, and they're making weird changes where it's like every other change is good, and other every other one is bad. Where it's like I, at least they're doing something, but it's also like I'd rather just watch the crummy yeah. one from the eighties. I want to see she meritless. Well, I, I don't know. I've complicated feelings about it, so I, I would like to chat. Well, we talked about He Man. How was your week? Uh, my week's been all right. I've had, like, work's been fucking crazy lately. Sometimes in good ways, sometimes in bad ways. We've been uh, dealing with a bunch of HVAC contractors because we need a, a new unit for, like, an expansion. And that's been kind of fun because we're, we're like, okay, we want to maintain, like, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, 30% relative humidity. And you're like, well, that's really hard to do. And it's like, well, I mean, it's the ideal, but maybe we can't do it. I don't know. So the guy gets back to us after doing some math, and he's like, it's going to cost you a million dollars for this unit, and it's got to go out front in front of the building because it's the size of a semi-truck, and it's going to take us eight weeks to install it, so you're going to be down for production for two months. And I started laughing at him because none of those things are going to happen, and he got kind of offended. So he tells like somebody else in maintenance, and that person starts laughing even louder, and I was like, Brett... Your poker face is worse than mine, and that's saying something because mine's really bad. 
He's like, I'm not going to do any more engineering until we get this figured out. And I was like, yeah, that's fair, dude. But like, also, we're not going to buy a million dollar unit. <laughs> I've been here long enough to know that. Yeah, I hate those moments where you just kind of, you can see reality and it's like, eh. Like yeah, it was, going. it was strange. Uh, and like, I don't, I don't, I don't normally try to laugh or be rude with people, but like the way he said it, it just like, here's all the lists and it's like, none of those are going to work. We had this like area for it. Like, yeah, we want it out here in this crook. Like, it's kind of behind a transformer, but there's enough room to put it here if it's this size. Like, we did the math already and measured it out. Because we're probably going to get a train unit to go there. And he's like, you can put it there, but it's got to be on like a post, so it's way up in the air for airflow. And it's like the train guys don't don't think that's the case. Like, why why is their unit so much better than than yours? Like, what what are you trying to do here? I don't get it. Like, it, it I don't know enough about any of this to actually do much other than relay information but the longer i'm in this position and the more i do deal with this like the more i do kind of learn about hvac stuff and it's like i think you guys you're approaching this wrong or trying to screw us i don't know it's weird there's a reason why train units are kind of the gold standard though i told you about the time at my old job that we bought like a big uh, industrial lathe and it wouldn't fit right yeah, like no one double checked what the size of the thing was before buying yeah. it. Yeah, I told that story to my boss, who laughed his ass off. By the way, good man. That I don't miss working there. Yeah, we're um, we're we're looking at expanding a couple different departments. I I got one department I really can't set foot into right now because last time I did it was with a tape measure and we stole like. 20% of the real estate for a different one and so I'm just like the bad guy yeah and and like every every other day like someone's like you should walk in there with a tape measure just to see what they do and it's like I kind of want to because that'd be really funny but it would be you funny should... in a mean way no you should walk in there but you should like I want you to walk in there but you should have like four arms and like you and each of your arms has a tape measure like General Grievous and you like you zip them all out, like, one by one. Oh my god, that would be so funny. I should fucking Photoshop that on Monday and waste way too much time doing that, and then uh, and then send that to them, and then they'll be like, why did you do this? And it's like, well, you know, you understand, like, he's General Grievous, and now he's got tape measures. I actually really want to do that. What are some good General Grievous quotes? Ah, uh, I'll get you next time, you meddling kids. Um... Oh, no, so he says your lightsabers will make a fine addition to my collection. So how about let your workspace will make a fine addition to the marketing department? I that. But you say it with a filter. Yeah. I don't know if I think this is a good idea because I've been drinking or if it's just because it's a good idea. Um, I said it, so probably on the good side with most you of my ideas. You have good ideas. Yeah, yeah. No, I certainly do not. No, no, I've been around you long enough. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, it's VR chat um, time. You're like, I want to take you to the new Vor world. And I'll be like, that's a good idea. Then we go to the Come oh, Zone. Oh, I forgot to show you that. Yeah. I, I think we tried to we, get there. Oh, and we did go to the Come Zone. That was fun, though. Yeah. No, something fun. else. I, I forgot to. It, it's just, it's a cute AI thing. Um, It's kind of like the the ducks that you can feed the ducks bread. Oh, really? But it's like it's a like cave that. dragon that you feed diamonds. Oh, that's cool. 
that that sounds really fun. Yeah, I wanted to show you because it, it's neat. It's just it's a little dumb tech demo thing. Sure. I, oh yeah. So VR chat. Can we talk about that Jet Set Radio world? Yes. Yes, Wasn't we can. that neat? That was really cool. Like, it's a shame it was on, so janky. Like the concept is neat. <laughs> well, and like we we spent like a, a oh, lot of time on some of those time trials just trying to do them right, and it's like. Is this not working because of VR? Is this not working because this game is, like, not well designed? Yeah, it's a little of both. But the fact that, like, it works as well as it does and it's fun and, like, I don't know. There's so much to it that was, like, really worthwhile despite the kind of jankiness of VR chat and all that other stuff. Like, it was it was really cool. Yeah, so this uh, they, they've been working on this for a very long time. But for anyone out there that doesn't play VR chat, somebody pretty much put Jet Set Radio in VR so that you can actually run around the city and do the time trial missions from the game. And you do the graffiti and you can unlock skins and stuff. And it's like the the multiplayer component makes it really interesting because you can set up like radio chat channels so that you're always in communication and you can like race each other and have fun like trying tricks and and doing better times and it's just um it's very interesting i think there's also a mode that we didn't try but you can set up your own custom race and share them with others that's cool so it's like yeah it's like this has this weird amount of legs like this can go distance in a way where it's like i almost wish they spent this time making their own world but i hope maybe they're using the stuff that they program to make this work and they can apply it to their own creation. Because yeah. this is clearly like a fan project labor of love. But it's like, you guys did good job. Make a real game and get your own credit. For sure. What was really cool, too, about the the Jet Set thing, it's just like how vertical. Like, the, the, the place doesn't feel vertical when you start. You're just like grinding on, you know, like railings and stuff and maybe like cars or whatever. Um but you seeing stuff like that's kind of up above. You're like, how do you get up there? And so you start doing the time trials, and it actually kind of like secretly shows you like the paths. And it's like, oh, actually, you can like kick off of certain walls, and you can, uh, you know, jump and, and double jump off of this and get up here. And like, once you, the more you start getting kind of good at it, the more it really feels like a sandbox you want to play in. And it's really cool in VR where you're like, oh, this is like, you know, my body language kind of helps move me around like you can really get into it in a way that i think the the game doesn't really allow it's also quest compatible yeah which is crazy like it's a huge download but it ran really well and typically like that's not the case for me yeah they did a good job i also liked uh we went to pt we we played the playable teaser yeah that's the other thing um it's a shame that this episode probably won't go up until monday because, like, we, we pretty much missed the Halloween season. Yeah. Um, But we can at least talk a little bit. Like, we, we went to PT, where someone kind of... They tried to recreate PT, and it's not perfect, but it's really good. The atmosphere got is definitely there. a lot of the there. details there. Yeah. I was playing Scooby-Doo music to make it better, because... That was super when funny. We, when we took Anthony, like, he got super scared. <laughs> Me. yeah and it was interesting i didn't i don't know much i've never played pt or i never really saw a lot of footage of it i just knew like a couple of base things and so we're like in this hallway and it's like okay like there's definitely a vibe here and we're walking and we're hearing the music and you're playing scooby-doo stuff and then eventually you stopped and then it's like someone starts pounding on this door 
And I know I'm like playing a horror game. You both are there. So I'm not like alone, right? So it's like, oh, okay, here's the first horror thing. And then we kept going. And you're just like, oh, yeah, Anthony, just like as soon as the door started shaking, he's like, I'm too scared. I'm done. Which is funny. But then like the door opens and there's like the baby and the sink. And like the lights start getting red and there's like stuff written in blood or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, this is actually like really progressing. Um, Then the lady shows up. And it's kind of startling, but, like, there's this, I, I don't know, I hadn't been, like, you know, you, you two were still there, right? Like, it wasn't, like, the perfect way to experience this, I think. But as we got to the end, like, a couple of the jump scares near the end, like, really kind of freaked me out. Like, I, like, swore and jumped and was like, what in the holy fuck, you know, kind of thing. Like, it, it really builds into something pretty cool. And, and if you go there by yourself or you, like, have a lower threshold for horror, like, that's a, it's a really good experience. And then it ends so anticlimactically with a, like, almost finished. This is a working project. Oh, yeah. That's got a charm. Because it's almost, it's like, I want to say it's like 98% done. That's the funny part. Oh, really? It felt like a full yeah, experience. It's like, yeah, that's the thing. It pretty much was a full experience. And if they just, if the ending was just a black wall. I literally would have been more satisfied than having this distracting texture where it's like, I, I hope I finish it someday. Yeah. Thank you, Don Knotts, and your Don Knotts voice. It was cool, though, because, like, I never I never played PT when it came out. And, like, I, at this point, I never figured I would get to just because of, like, the nature of how that was released and then removed, right? And so the fact that I got to play it in VR chat in VR is, like, fucking wild. And what's interesting is there's more than one version of it. Oh, really? So I the reason I looked this up was I found a video where someone actually ripped the models from PT and it was like super accurate. Hmm. And it looked much better. Um, but that one got taken down for some reason. Oh. And when I did a search, there were like two other ones. And this was the better one. But it's just it's one of these things where that that demo, or not even a demo, that teaser was so popular and had such a cultural impact that it inspires future works. I just find yeah. that really fascinating. It is <coughs> it is kind of crazy, like, the things that will inspire other things, right? And, like, I think we've probably had conversations about that before because, like, it's so unpredictable. Like, you have no idea. It just kind of happens, what, what takes off and what doesn't. Yeah, and then we went trick-or-treating. Yeah, that was fun. It was that cute. was the other thing, a, like it was a nice little spooky neighborhood. Yeah, there was like some a couple of like legitimate jump scares though. Like open the door and like the dog jumps at you and like oh fuck like like that was fun. That was a really good good time. Yeah, and a couple little gags like the yeah, there was the big um like the the big pitcher plant monster. Yeah, and he kept trying to pet it. Yeah, you got you got got a little screenshot of you trying to pet the plant. I love how in VR, yeah, like, most fun. of the I, avatars have, like, the middle finger programmed in. So I remember giving that plant the finger. Joe's always doing it, but he has those better controllers. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm i glad we had some Halloween fun during the season. Yeah, me too. What was your next story you're going to regale us with? Um, I got a couple things, I guess. I watched uh, an interesting Kurskazakt video uh, about like what dinosaurs may have been like or what they may have looked like. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, no. 
So the the thesis of it's kind of interesting in that like we don't know a lot about them, but we know a lot about current animals. And so like the way you can like uh, think about dinosaurs in relation to how similar stuff right now acts, right? Like like when you're a kid and you're like looking at T-Rex and Velociraptors and all this stuff, you're like you're really focused on the oh it's a big monster that wants to eat stuff, but you don't really think about like what it does in its downtime. Whereas you can look at lions as like a big apex predator and like they're in big prides and when they're not hunting, they're basically like lounging around, they're playing with each other, they're they're cats, right? So they're curious. And there's no reason to like not assume dinosaurs and ancient species like that were the same. And so we have this like really fundamentally narrow view kind of of what dinosaurs may have been like or may have looked like. Like we can look at birds and be like, birds are really fucking colorful. They do dances to mate like there's... There's a lot there, and it's like, you look at, like, a Triceratops or something, like, you know, they're, they're big bony heads, right? Like, maybe maybe those were colorful. Maybe they were, like, a sign, like, you know, of fertile males have, like, brighter colors on their heads versus the females, or, you know, do they dance or whatever as a mating ritual, like, and it just kind of got me thinking about how I perceive dinosaurs being extremely narrow, and I like dinosaurs well enough, but, like, it, it was such a cool video because it, it really made me reassess a thing I thought I knew something about and be like, oh, I actually don't know anything. And I thought that was cool. Well, that's that's interesting. I, I like when you're given an opportunity to see something from a different perspective. Yeah. But especially when it's a perspective you never thought of. And, and it's... <laughs> It's like when the whole concept, like, oh, maybe dinosaurs had feathers. Isn't that silly? And everyone's like, I don't want to think about the giant chicken T-Rex. And it's like, yeah, but maybe their feathers were also really colorful. And it's like a giant chicken parrot. And that's fun. I don't know. I'm fine with that. And the other thing is, like, even, like, lizard species or whatever, there's a lot of, like, fleshier bits. Like, we're not just, like, skin directly attached to bones. And so... The way we visualize dinosaurs is they should, honestly, they should probably have a lot more fat on them, a lot more droopy stuff, a lot more of, like, vestigial stuff that uh, would never get fossilized because that's just the nature of fossilization. Uh, and so they might not be, like, as terrifying as they as we think they are, you know, in real life. Like, we, we will never know, but there's, there's, you look at, like, a cat skull or a platypus skull or something and then actually look at what the animal looks like and the shape's there, but not one-to-one like there's stuff around it there's fur there's the bill and the you know the eyes and how they're recessed or not like and it's it's just like maybe dinosaurs were kind of cute sometimes too like you know maybe and not just like because some of them were tiny but because some of them maybe actually were kind of cute looking by how our metrics or whatever um or just the the idea that most of the, the, the land mass that they lived in was jungle and stuff in jungles doesn't fossilize very well. So there's all these species that we'll just we'll never know anything about because they didn't get fossilized. All the worms and the and a lot of the bugs and, and slugs and, and, and stuff. And it's crazy to like watch a twelve minute video and come away being like I I've thought about dinosaurs very narrowly and incorrectly for a very long time. And also I'm kind of upset at all the stuff I will never know about them. Yeah, I think that's the frustrating part is the things that we won't know. Um, two different countries this year have announced that they think they can clone dinosaurs. And it's like, I'm pretty sure we got some like deterioration of that DNA. Like, I don't think 
I, I don't know how accurate we can get. Like, we can probably learn something as the technology gets better, but... Yeah. People are, like, jumping ahead to, like, sci-fi levels, and it's like, well, they're not quite there yet. We, we can't quite promise that yet. Or, like, oh, you linked <laughs> me two pictures that were, like, polar opposites of the spectrum, right? Where, like, the rabbit skull... Or the rabbit skeleton versus what a rabbit looks like, but then a crocodile skull versus what a crocodile looks like. And it's like, yeah, I wonder, you know, what what are we missing? What aren't we missing? But that's sort of the kind of the fun bit of it, too, especially when it comes to, like, what color were some of these creatures, you know, like what kind of camouflage did some have, if any, or uh, striping or, uh, you know, colors that are really bright to scare predators. But I'm I'm venomous. Don't come near me. Or I'm really colorful because. That's a sign of fertility, like I mentioned. Uh, there's no reason to think that these concepts weren't available back then, you know, hundreds of millions of years. Well, yeah, so that's the thing is that colors, we can't necessarily, like, predict on skeleton structure. But there is something about the skeleton structure that you, you can determine how strong parts of the bones are. Sure. Which would mean that they were designed to carry more weight. Which actually does let us approximate, like, the fat ratio of a healthy dinosaur. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they, they know what they're doing. They're, they're wrong a lot of the time, but they're right a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder what, like, prehistoric worms were. Like, how big was, like, the modern worm in the Crustaceous era, right? Because the best we can get well, is, like, like, amber and yeah. shit. Um, I love insects and stuff. And, oh, did I send you that picture of a spider we saw? Uh, no. Do you like orb weavers? We saw this beautiful orb weaver. Are those like those like really like big kind of three to four inch across spiders that are really colorful? They can be colorful. I guess like they're um, really but, um, popular but, uh, in Japan. Like they're kind of all over there. Like someone in my writer's group was talking about them today. Oh, they're all over the world. Um, This one is black with gold spikes on it. Oh, wow, look at this. He looks like a Warhammer character. Yeah, no, she's beautiful. She has this, like, pattern on the butt. It, like, it looks like a monster from Zelda. Yeah, Skeletula or whatever they are. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just really fascinated with this, like, harp logo on, on the bottom there. Yeah, it's really cool. These pictures don't do it justice because they didn't get the scale. Um, her web was okay. I We have these orange ones here, and they make the best webs, and they come out at wintertime, so I'll try and capture one of the webs for you um, when they get more into the swing of things, but they're, they're bright orange. We call them pumpkin spiders, because they're big and round and orange. Nice. I remember <coughs> seeing... Oh, that's something... a big boy. Yeah, I remember seeing something similar on my grandma's farm, like, ages and ages ago, and it was, like, black and yellow. And I, I don't know if it was an orb weaver, if it was uh, another just kind of big spider. Like, she kind of was just like, oh, those are just garden spiders. You can ignore them. They're fine. But I was really surprised at just the, the size of them because they were really big. And, like, the yellow was really vibrant. And it was just like, this is such a cool bug. Yeah, orb weavers are, are funny because they they actually are, like, just really good at making webs. Um, but they're also relatively intelligent. Like, they get pretty good um, placement. And they'll clean up when they're done to recycle. And they, they spin them out so fast. Oh my god, look at this little bloodborne thing. 
Yeah, yeah, that yellow garden spider is what I was talking about. Yeah, that is an orb weaver. Aren't those? It's just it's just a really <coughs> kind of beautiful. It's got the orange on the legs too, but they're like ah, like if that showed up in Bloodborne, I would be upset because it would be really big. I have such an interesting like. I used to love bugs when I was younger. Like I'd pick them up. I'd want to like bring them in the house. And be like look at my new pet, and then my cats would eat them. Uh, I, w- I was so unafraid of bugs, and then I've gotten to a point where I like them. I respect them. I never want to touch them ever again, but I want to sometimes look at them. Like like you know, there's a distance I, I wish to keep with the bugs. I'm not phobic. I'm not afraid. And if I have to slap one, silly, I will. But I don't. I don't need to be picking them up anymore. Yeah, you can appreciate them. Um, I just I like learning the different behaviors of them. Yeah, you know what movie I haven't seen in a while. Hmm. Uh, I've, I've, have you ever seen Arachnophobia? I have not. I I like that movie, and I think it's aged pretty well. Like it's still a fun movie. It relies on like jump scare and creepy spiders, but like not nearly as much jump scary stuff as modern. Oh. But what's funny is that when I was younger. It was just so creepy to have all these spiders. And now that I know a lot more about spiders, watching the movie's weird because I understand not only like spider behavior, but also I can recognize the different species and how incompatible they are with each other. Oh, really? Where it's like, oh, they're just using whatever spider they could get. Like that is not the, that's a, that's a venomous one. And that one's a web making one. These are totally different. <laughs> like it, it, it really funny. relied on uh, people's lack of education of insects. I'm guessing they were just like, oh, these ones look cool, we'll use these ones. Oh, these ones look cool, we'll use these ones. I Honestly, I think it was a quantity over quality thing. Sure. Because some of these shots have a lot of spiders in them. And they're varying sizes. And <laughs> it's like, oh, no, the, the babies are going to grow into those big ones. And it's like, no, they're not. Like, I know the fictional spider is, like, really, really big. So it's supposed to, And it's the queen spider. And it's the only one that can reproduce because that's how spiders work. Is they have a queen. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very known for having a queen. So I mean, I I like that movie, but there's also like a lot of funny hand waving that I didn't notice when I was younger. Sure. Oh my goodness, this guy has too many colors going on. I'm just scrolling through endless, endless collections of spiders. Oh my here. god, this spider is adorable! Like, what the fuck is that thing on its back? It looks like it has like. Like an umbrella, but the umbrella is really colorful. Like that one is dressed for tea. <laughs> well, it's time. like that. Um, yeah, it, it's like that webbed game I was talking about a couple weeks ago. It's just like spiders are very neat. A yeah. lot of people like spiders. I, I get why they're scary. Um, I don't want to touch them either. But also, look at how cool this spider is. I have a big one living uh, in my window right now. You know, like between the screen and the glass. And uh, it's, like, probably a little bit bigger than a quarter. But and I should get rid of it because it's making webs in there. But there's also, like, a shitload of dead bugs in there. And it's like, well, it's doing its job. And it's something for the cat to watch. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Not hurting nobody. Okay. I finally found... This is the kind we have around here, these big orange ones. Oh, my God. Look at this. Yeah. So it, we like to so call them pumpkin spiders. He's so cute. Yeah. Look at his little eyes. I'm not. This might not be exactly ours because I think ours get a little more hairy on the, the back part. Maybe this is a slightly different one. I'll try and get a picture when they come out again. Like this but, is um, a legitimately yeah, cute spider. Yeah, I love spider. orb weavers. 
Yeah, he's he's got a big old big old bum he has to carry around. I like jumping spiders. And I know like that they become kind of a thing, right? Because like if you they're really tiny, but if you zoom in on them, they have like really adorable little faces. And uh there was the one um that those YouTube videos that were coming out with the little like baby spider and he would like say something in his little like kind of broken baby English and then hop away. Yeah, Lucas. But, yeah, Lucas. But at the same time like they are legitimately kind of cute looking like like some of these spiders are fun and they have like really interesting colors sometimes well and that's one of my uh that's one of my favorite pokemon is uh joltek oh which is literally the, it's the smallest pokemon yeah look at that little guy he's a cutie and he evolves into like- a tarantula yeah, I think some of these jumping spiders, like, they're also fairly smart as far as they go. I think most spiders probably are, to some degree. Like, at least, like, evolution For, yeah. is kind to them, you know? Yeah, no, they're they're crafty. I, I think that's part of what makes spiders work, is that they have, they have a certain amount of, like, not just spatial reasoning, but, um, like, problem solving. Yeah. Sometimes they're just very interesting webs. Like when you see, if you have to think about how they actually made their web, you realize like the amount of forethought it took to set up the first like foundations of it and then build out from it. Where it's like, if I was really small and could make webbing, I don't know that I could figure this out really fast. Yeah. <clears throat> like, this But they just is- kind of do it. Like, I don't look at the coloration oh, yeah. on this one. This one's fucking beautiful, but it's also like it, the way its eyes like kind of glisten and they're so close together. It's like it's cute, but also it's like a dark purple. It's hairy. It's got like turquoise fangs for fuck all reason. Have we not had a spider episode just, before? I I feel like we might have, but maybe we didn't. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't remember this, um, but I drink. Did you see that? There's like a picture of a scallop going around lately. Did you see that weird scallop? Uh, no. Um, I can't find what the name of the species is. Is this like a legit thing or is this like, am I looking at kind of an optical illusion? No, that's that's what a scallop looks like. Those blue bits are each eyes and has like 84 total. What the fuck? It's got like teeth? Some of them do. They don't all. I had no idea scallops looked like look this. But like, they look like bad characters from Avatar. <laughs> I I think they look like, like, if you made this the size of a moon, Lovecraft would have a huge boner. Yeah, that's the thing. There's There's stuff on this planet that I think if aliens were to show up, we'd go, oh, those aliens are so weird. And then if we stick our head in the ocean, it's like, wow, the ocean's so weird. Yeah. This first one you sent me, though, like, it's, like, really kind of haunting. Uh, for the listeners, it's, it's like, a kind of a beige-white scallop shell, like you'd picture. But then it's got two eyes, basically, between, like, every ridge in the shell. And then it's got, like, piranha plant teeth. And the eyes are, like, a really deep crystal blue if you just google image search scallop and the word scary you get a bunch of interesting pictures it, you what? know what they reminds me of is those like ai generated pictures oh yeah yeah yeah. If someone typed in why i don't want to go in the ocean that'd be a good one for ai generated pictures 
Wolf spiders are cool. Do you like wolf spiders? No. Oh, why not? They're hairy. They're big. I like orb weavers. If I type in wolf spider and fur affinity, what shows up? Oh, there's got to be... That's that's a thing, right? I know there's not a lot of insects, but that's a popular insect, right? What's an arachnid? It's not an insect. Not to actually yeah. you. Uh, honestly, there's but I mean, not like a lot. Bugs in the furry community. Um, I don't know if this one's... I, you uh, know what I was disappointed to find? <clears throat> I did a search for Dilophosaurus. And there was like a lot of results. And I was like, oh. That, oh, that's funny. That's not a wolf spider. They got the words too literal. Yeah, like the, honestly, that's what I was looking for. Though is is uh is some of these like, like like literal wolf with eight legs. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in a lot of these results. I thought there was going to be more interesting. There's a lot of pictures of just actual spiders, because that's what I want on my fur affinity searches is just real things and not cartoon animals. I did a search on E621, <laughs> and most of the results for spider are Undertale or Has-Been Hotel. <laughs> Look at this one's got such a huge dick. Oh, dude, that is that is funny looking. <laughs> it's like ketchup red. That's a funny concept. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why does that exist? I forgot what kind of fun could be had on Fur Affinity. It has been a while. Oh, this one's not even a wolf spider. It's just his character is a wolf character masturbating. Oh, do do do. Oh, then that there's that Dryder character from the anime. She's popular. Why do I know what a Dryder is? What? What is that? That spider. Yeah. Yeah, you know um, what what's her name? Rachnera. Oh. Rechnera? I've never heard her name pronounced out loud. <coughs> Approximately 3% of my body is fat. Allow me to show you what 350 pounds of muscle is capable of. I don't even understand this picture. There's no spiders in it. That looks like Lex Luthor about to, like, hug a wolf character to death. Oh, it's supposed to be Kingpin. It actually is a comic book villain. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh look at this cosplay. Holy fuck. That's that's actually really cool. How the hell? Where where are the actual legs? Um that I think looks... those are the, the those little dangly bits hanging from her hips there. Oh, I thought those were like uh like wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men and the whole thing was like that. I guess she's probably just like sitting on top of this thing. Yeah. I cannot but imagine. It looks what it would... really good, doesn't it? It does, but like, also, I'm just thinking, like, how do you transport this? How do you like? Do you have to bring a ladder with you? How do you get this in the thing? Who who pushes you around? I don't see wheels on this. I mean, it's set up at a convention. I feel like they—that's probably like the booth installed. Yeah, there. probably. Very cool. One more page on for affinity. What do we got? What do we got here? Um. Nothing, nothing worth sharing, probably. Oh, actually, this one's kind of neat. This is another one that's like taking it, taking the concept really literally. It's a, it's a wolf and a spider if you combine them. But it's like it's a got wolf lots head of, uh, on a spider. 
Yeah, it's got lots of teeth and fangs and lots of legs with giant claws. This is kind of a cool design. Yeah, that one's actually less, like, stupid compared to some of these other ones we found. It also doesn't have just a giant throbbing red penis. Oh, this one's nice. A little monster girl making uh, making things like like yarn with her webs. I bet. Oh, I bet these. Well, no, actually, there's no reason to think that yo-yo capabilities would transfer over to these kinds of spider characters. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You're probably good but with their hands, right? I kind of like that concept. Just like I'm a giant spider, and I'm really good with the yo-yo. I'd watch that. Boy, I'm having a hard time finding this picture that I thought I saved. But it was a cute spider character. And it's like she was excited about watching a movie. But it's it's like her live her apartment was like webbing everywhere, so she has her like popcorn and drinks and snacks all like suspended in the webbing. Oh, and she's like neat. beckoning you to sit on the couch next to her. Like it's a it's a really cute image, and I can't find where I saved it. Maybe that was on my phone. What else did we do this? Yeah, week? I don't know. Spiders are interesting. I want to find. Um, I want to find more spider avatars on on VR chat. Yeah, you have the one that looks pretty good. Which one is that? Oh, it's kind of one of the monster girl ones, where it's like a, a human but with a giant spider body coming out of the back. Oh no, you're right. I forgot about that one. I so I what I'm looking for is somebody had like Shelob. Oh, like it was like a giant monster, and it was animated so well that I was deeply fascinated with just mechanically how it worked, and it was hmm. so cool. And I have been unable to find it. Sure, I, I like that Joe <laughs> found your old man avatar. Yeah, I miss that old man. I was telling him when he got that, I was like, dude, Cameron's going to be like having an early Christmas present when you give him that. We have to make sure we take lots of fun pictures with that character before it disappears like the, again. Yeah, the first thing you did with it was get just like un uncomfortably close to me. And it's like, that's our Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best, though. It It is. It's, it, it is like, it's so weird, like how space works in VR chat because like, when someone gets too close to me, like it legitimately feels like like there is someone too close to me. It's not like this weird video game thing where like where avatars might, you know, clip through each other. Like there's there's such a, a spatial element to that game. I remember like so yeah, I do that thing where I'll just get uncomfortably close to somebody and it's funny. Mm -hmm. Um someone tried to do that to me once and it was really funny because like I'm used to getting uncomfortably close to strangers in VR chat because I don't care since it's VR chat. Yeah. So they leaned into me <clears throat> and their characters like glaring at me and they like they came in like really close and I was like slowly like backing away and like leaning away and they just kept coming in and their friends were all giggling and then I put oh, my my hand up to cover both our faces and I made a big loud like kissing sound. And then I took my hand down real fast. And they were both laughing so hard. And the guy recoiled so fast. Nice. We're like, I, I think he, he did not see that coming at all. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself for like timing it out just right. 
it felt like with it's like a Bugs Bunny joke or something yeah. where it's like all of a sudden like Elmer Fudd would turn red and and like Bugs would be like like blushing and like uh doing that thing with his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's just laughing. <coughs> VR chat's fun. It really is. We have a good time. We ended up missing a week of that too, didn't we? we- yeah, I I, oh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to stand up or not. So I said, hey, oh, let's play yeah, Tabletop yeah. Simulator. And I talked for two minutes. And it's like, let's not do this ever again. And I went to bed. At some point, your uh, your friend will, will teach us how to play Tabletop Simulator. Oh, yeah, we still have to actually play a game. I am kind of surprised at like, the assets that are in that game that we got to look at and play with, though. Like It's really, really involved, especially like the Warhammer stuff. Uh, I think that'll be cool. Once we get it working. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Because it is fun. Like, I played a game with Herc before. Um, it works very well. Like, the tabletop simulator. It It is a functional way to play Warhammer. Still not the ideal way, but... Sure. For long distance, it's by far the, the most convenient. Speaking of Warhammer, I, I ended up painting a mini over the last couple weeks. And I don't... I, had a, I showed you the picture of that, like, turquoise night. Me. yeah yeah that looked good that, yeah that was that was interesting because uh, that was the first time i had used like proper acrylic uh mini paints i got a bunch of vallejo and uh army painter uh types and i, I went and i bought most of the colors i would need to do chaos space marines like my versions of them not all i have to go back to the store and buy another like handful that fucking bottle paint is expensive um but i wanted to like play with it see how it flows see how it you know how it uh covered some of the colors I was really happy with that turquoise works pretty well. The the purple that I used on like some of the flowers that worked really well. The brown I made, fantastic. Uh red by itself, really garbage coverage, which I guess is apparently kind of standard for red paints, is what you and Herc said. Yeah, then, sort um, of. Uh silver worked pretty well. Gold sucked. And uh I guess there's some cheats with base coating to make gold work a lot better as far as like base coating with either bronze or brown. I need to go get some of those. Um, but it, it was kind of neat, like, using now, proper I really like, paints. Um, the, so I have, a, I have, like, a Games Workshop, like, Citadel Gold. Yeah. And I really like how it works, but I also have to, like, edge highlight it to make it pretend shiny. Oh. Uh, like, it's not actual metallic shiny. Sure. So it's kind of, it's a different effect. It, it, depending on what you're trying to do with it, it's it's either going to be good or bad at what you're trying. But yeah, I brought it up here. Um, it, you did pick fun colors. Like, it's a fun model to look at. Yeah, and like, when it comes to the, the <laughs> Chaos Space Marines, like, those colors are there, but like, way different ratios. Uh, but it's like, well, I, I have a lot of turquoise, because I bought two different colors, because I was going to do the plasma coils. Um... With, with different kinds of turquoise to get the that like brightness and i realized like after the fact that i really should just brought the one and i could either darkened it or lightened it with black or white and not like needed multiple shades and i could have bought like a proper blue or a proper brown and saved myself like four dollars but what are you gonna do well, as long as you're having fun yeah and I, it, are like you I having said, it, fun so far i'm waiting for like models to show up yeah, because yeah of that but i also do have to go get more paint and so the fact that like i'm kind of spacing out the purchases is sort of working in my favor um i still have some of those a bunch of models you sent me yet and so 
the next batch I get of paint, I think I'm going to try and get like what I would need to paint one of those. So I want to get a bunch of browns. I want to get a bronze. I want to get like a proper black. Uh, it just stuff like that. And then I can kind of keep going and, and continuing to figure out what, what covers better. How should I mix these? How does the wash work? Because like this is the first time I got to use a proper wash. I didn't like dilute uh, black enamel paint with paint thinner. Like I like, no, no, I just, un I just unscrewed it, stuck a brush in and slopped her on. Probably could have used more. Uh, I think I think that's maybe the case with that, but it's nice to know that. I think this has been a really fun hobby to, uh, like slowly work through. Yeah. Um, because it's like my my first like I'm trying to make an actual army like proper, and I've been working on it for like what two years now, and it's like it's kind of fun seeing it come together in slow motion and like looking back at all, all i've learned over the two years i've been enjoying this yeah same like it's kind of cool to look <laughs> at my first models and then look at like my last models and just be like oh i've like legitimately gotten better over the course of not that long at this just like you know a lot of it's just like kind of like brush control and like thinking about the colors and, and how they should lay but it's cool to like I feel like I'm kind of progressing in skill rather fast just because like there's a lot of like serotonin in that right and I watched a lot of model painting videos and like I'm nowhere near as good as that I never will be and I'm not trying to be but it's 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 a nice hobby to be part of I think there's like a lot of good content surrounding just the hobby itself and you can get just so much enjoyment out of the little things in it which is sort of a pun because they're tiny yeah, you know, I want to I want to subscribe to their service and watch some of the shows they got going on. Oh, yeah. Maybe try that for a month. Um cuz it's like there's interesting stories, you know? Mhm. Mm uh for for one of their promotional days, they had this um book they're giving out where it's like an anthology of um or it's a collection of excerpts from other books. And I gave that to my dad and he read it and he was like, like, Oh, half of these, I really wanted to see where they go. And we realized that it all ties back to like the same author. He's like that one good author. Oh, sure. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he's just reading these little like sampler thing. And he's like, Oh, so this is those minis you guys are painting. Cause this is kind of cool. Um, so I want to get him a horse heresy book. Oh, nice. So you can actually like read something beginning to end, but also I'm afraid of him finding out that it's part of a 59 book series. Yeah, because he'll he'll probably like want to read them all. <laughs> he he loves reading, especially sci-fi. My uh, someone in my writers group recommended a sci-fi book recently. Uh, let me look up that real quick. It is called "The Stars Are Legion." I guess I want a Hugo. Uh, Apparently, the big hook on it is uh, the setting is, like, the spaceships are all made out of, like, human skin. And it's, like, this weird sci-fi body horror, like, from start to finish. It's cool. And uh, I'm like, you, 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 yeah, you kind of sold me. And he's like, he, he told me it's kind of a messy book. I went on Barnes & Noble to look at the reviews, and they're either five stars or one star. So it has, like, an average of three stars. He's like, yeah, they're, they're kind of messy. Um... But there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. And it's like, okay, well, the last time someone told me that, I bought a book I really didn't like. He's like, oh, this one ends in cannibalism. And it's like, okay, you're kind of selling me again. Um, so I'm going to, I, I want to see if I can find like some sample pages of it. And then I might order this because that sounds fun. 
I like audiobooks. I've been listening to Dune. Oh, how was that? Did you see Dune yet? Not yet. Are you going to? Probably when it's out on DVD. Okay, let's talk about it then. Um, I mean, the I'm sorry book, I like, postponed I am that adoring. for six months. Oh, nice. Uh, no, it's no big deal. Um, but the book I've been enjoying, but the audiobook of it is... There, there is a good audiobook copy. And... It makes me wonder, like, I, I've been told that the first one is kind of the good one, but then other people say that you got to read the whole series, and I'm I'm torn if I want to actually commit to the rest after being advised that maybe only the first one's, like, the fun one. Yeah, I've, I've heard so Some of it's so, so like, high concept, I can picture it trying too hard. Yeah, I, I've been, I've had so many different reads of people of Dune. I've never read Dune, but I either hear... It's fantastic, but don't read the rest. The whole thing is fantastic. Read all 20 books. It sucks. Don't bother. And I, I'm like, you can't all be right. I would like yeah, to Yeah, you know, doing- my brother, um, Matt, was actually saying that he kind of like, he doesn't like it. He tried reading it, and it's like, yeah, it's written so bad, I can't finish it. And I'm yeah, like, wow, yeah. really? <clears throat> Most of the people I do the comics podcast with, it sounds like, have tried to read Dune and did not get very far in. Um, the first, I think, 30 pages are available on Amazon. If you look at, like, because you can buy a copy of it that's, like, the first three books in one. And so, like, it's like, oh, here's the first 5%. And it just happens to be, like, a very sizable chunk of the book. So, my recommendation to anybody who's on the fence of that is to go on Amazon and read the sample pages. And if you like the first 10 to 20 pages of it, like, you'll probably like the rest. You should buy it. And if you don't like it, you know you don't. And you can skip it. Uh, it is that is on my to do list uh, at some point, probably in November, is to sample Dune because if I like it, I will buy it. Like just the first book, I think. But it is one of those like big seminal like science fiction things, right? Like it's it's hugely influential. It's bombastic. It's it's kind of part of the pantheon. I do want to try to experience it. <laughs> I think it's worth experiencing in some degree, but also. As much as I'm enjoying the book, I think my favorite media is going to be Jodorowsky's Dune, which is like a documentary about a movie that didn't get made. Yeah, yeah, you sent me that as like a Christmas present one year. I remember me and Joe watched that. It's awesome. Oh, you did watch it? Uh, okay, I yeah, forgot yeah. that I sent you it. Yeah, highly um, recommend I, that. Yeah, I love that maybe more than the book. <laughs> I want but that. For I maybe wish that different movie reasons. had been made. So, yeah, I'm super curious. I mean, the problem, too, is that it was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. So would it have actualized is the bigger question. <clears throat> I don't know. And then, like, I know the big thing is, like, everybody that worked on that movie wound up working on, like, other sci-fi movies. Like, Alien exists because of Jardowski, right? Like, I think some of pop culture, it's better that it worked out the way it did. But also, there's, like, this universe where that movie got made, and I wish I could, like, dip over there and watch it. Sorry, I have to write this email before 7, and it's after 7 now. Oh, no. Oops. Well, while you're doing that, I, uh, I did another karaoke. Let's track time here. Huh? There we are. Go. Go, oh, karaoke. So I d- yeah, I did another karaoke session with uh, my vocal coach's students. Um, he actually wasn't present for this one, but we, we did another round of that on Monday, and that was really fun. Uh, and it... It's one of those things, I, I, it was one of those, like, I'd practice the song a bit, 
And like when it came to be my turn, like I, I was able to to do the song the way I practiced it. But like, I was so like sh- I was shaking again when it was done, and I was like, I can't believe I keep doing this. I don't, I I get so much out of this, but also I get so much like negative out of it too. It's this weird like yin and yang going on. Um, but it was it was fun, and it's kind. I'm kind of glad that's like uh continuing to be a thing because it's really forcing me to practice stuff and and like work on things I might not and I don't know like as far as like hey where have we been the last couple weeks like oh yeah I did that again and it was cool uh so now everybody knows that well, I'm glad you yeah, it was fun yeah it, I don't it's do once fun again, I'm boring I I think you're very fun Cameron yeah it's it's neat to see like the the kind of the breadth of like his students like people like just starting out versus people that have been taking so many lessons you're like all right why are you still one of his students you're clearly like fantastic at this and being not somewhere in the middle but kind of closer to the getting you know better at it like i think i'm nearing the end of my my vocal lessons like i got a couple more i mean once i learn like the last thing i want to learn i'll probably be done but it's cool you're like everybody trying like the same section of the same song either doing different styles or just being like i said different skill levels and like seeing you know where people are in the journey and trying to like really come to it's like it's not a competition it's really like we're literally all in this together you know what kind of advice can we give each other how can we hype each other up so we keep practicing and keep getting better and it's just a really good environment i i don't know it's at the end of the day like i'm I'm really glad it, it it is a thing that exists for me to do even if it feels like work sometimes i think we should close out with a glad space we can do that. But you just told a really good glad space about karaoke. I that can be my glad space if 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 you want to go. It, oh no, it it can be, but it just it it's interesting how uh like we missed two weeks and we both have like so many things to share. I I really appreciate the the time we get to spend every week, you know, catching up, but we don't run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. It's funny too because this is a fun show. I I feel like like the little things I do, I'm totally fine with like talking to you about. Like, oh, let's waste ten minutes on a Curse Kazak video. Oh, let's waste a couple minutes on karaoke. I did. Let's talk about this mini I painted real quick, and you know all the like because this is really is like a just us hanging out show. Whereas I'm doing the comics podcast with Emily again this week. It's just the two of us, and we're like struggling. Like, what should we talk about? What kind of homework should we do for this show? And I'm like, what if we just do like a half hour show and only talk about comic books? Like. Because I, I don't feel like I can bring some of the really mundane stuff to there. Like, there's there's more of a focus, right, and a topic. And so I like this one because I can, like, say something for two minutes. It might not go anywhere, but, like, oh, I got that off my chest. We could go on to the next thing. Like, there's no, like, bad blood about it, right? It's just sort of this free conversation of, like, two people who are friends just talking on the phone. I do find ways to give you homework, though. Sometimes, but usually it's fun. Well, I'm glad you think it's fun. I mean, I gotta watch an Usually episode it's of He-Man. Really oh, stupid. no. <laughs> you don't even like He-Man. I don't dislike He-Man. Yes, you do. I don't not. Okay. Who's your favorite He-Man? I like... No, that's Thundercats. Um... <laughs> that's the same thing. I was gonna say Sharks. I like Street Sharks. Street Sharks are cool. 
Street Sharks is my favorite Huey and yay yay. I like um, one of the roller my glad blades. space is the Sims Four. Oh yeah, you've been playing that. You sent me some screenshots. It's stupid. Sims is stupid. I love it. I guess there's gonna be a five, and I'm like, I don't want a five. Oh, like what can Four they do to enough. improve? Well, if if it's anything like the improvement from three to four, then it means that there won't be characters or something. I don't I don't I don't know what else they can remove from the game and make it worse. Sure. They seem adamant on removing features at all times. Yeah, that's what I want. In my sequels is less I, features, not more. Yeah, you know it. it I, I know I said it's my glad face, so I don't want to complain too much. But it's like the characters don't have memories anymore. Like there used to be a thing where if your Sims had a child and the child got older and moved out of the house, then like the parents would sometimes be sad thinking about how they missed their child. Oh, wow. And that could be rectified with a visit, right? Sure. So it's like human behavior and it's simplified, but it's still something. And with the current in Sims 4, how it works, it's like the characters don't have that. Like they're more likely to be sad because they have like a random quirk that makes them sad at random. And oh, so they're weird. just sad now. And if you hover over like, well, why are you sad? It says because they have the sad quirk. Sometimes the sim will be sad. Hmm. And it's like they don't get sad about being fired or a breakup. It's like that stuff is missing, which seems weird to me. That That is weird. But you're you're glad about the sims. Uh, we we veered into not glad. Yeah, but I I don't. I feel like I don't play The Sims like as a game. I play as a Barbie, where I'm just trying to like I'll build a house and make characters so I can take funny screenshots, and then I'm done with it and I move on to the next one. Yeah, so like sense. if if someone's really into the soap opera stuff, that's missing. But I'm more into the Barbie stuff, which is better than ever. Yay. I never opened my beer. Oh no! I drank mine, but it was a Bud Light. So I was gonna open count. it when we watched the cartoon, and we never watched the cartoon tonight. Sorry. Ooh, it's a Guinness Drought Stout. Oh, Guinness! That's drought. Good. I like Guinness. Stout. Guinness. It's a good Guinness. Yay! Mmm. Mmm. That's a better Glad Space. Fuck Sims Four. It's awful. <laughs> what, what's your Glad Space? Do you have an extra special pick this week? Ah. Uh. I have a handful of things that made me glad over the last couple of weeks. I don't even know which one to pick. I guess the most recent one is I, I had today off. I, I took the I took a day off because I needed a break from work. <laughs> and I spent most of my day just kind of hanging out with my dad. Uh, we watched uh, Dr. Sleep. So we watched a horror movie. That was a lot of fun. Oh, uh, we, went, we went to Redbox. Oh, yeah. Dr. It. Sleep is good. That movie is fucking awesome. Um. But yeah, like we had breakfast this morning. I got up a little early and it's like, hey, let's go to breakfast. And we went to a local place and they didn't have good hot sauce. But the waitress is like, my husband has like a really good hot sauce. Like I I could go get like his hot sauce. And it's like, if you have it on hand, fuck yeah, I'll try some random like homemade stuff. And it was awesome. It's really good hot sauce. Had that on my omelet. Uh, then we went and we went to the red box. We got we got Dr. Sleep. We watched that. Then we walked it back because it was kind of nice out and it wasn't that far. And it was just like. I didn't really do much today. I didn't amount to much. It was so fucking relaxing. Oh my god. There's nothing wrong with that, though. You need that once in a while. Yeah, like, I, I felt... 
I, I don't know. I feel really good like today. And part of that is because I had a couple of drinks with uh, with dinner. But um, it was a good day. I listened to a bunch of music. Fucking like a ton of bands dropped new music today. So it's been it's been a good Friday. Oh, well, you want to call it? I'm there? glad to be back. Yeah, yeah I'm, I I missed these past couple weeks were lame without the show. It is it is a highlight. But it was fun catching up. I didn't even tell you about how my cat got out. Yeah, no, you had a bunch of adventures. You li- you wrote me a list before we started about all the stuff you could talk about. I know. The cat, the cat's fine. Everybody, he 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 uh, he hid under the porch for about an hour, and I realized he wasn't in the house. And I went and, and he crawled out. And he's like, "I'm right here. My tail's poofy. What's going on?" And I dragged him back inside, and then he immediately was like, "I want to go back out." And it's like, "Buddy, you were scared and cold and dirty." And he's like, "I want to go back out. I'm a kitty." So now I gotta deal with that. He tries to bolt outside every time the door fucking opens. Did you see that one cat that was like, it was so fluffy? That's my favorite. Oh, uh, no, but I can like, I mean, that doesn't narrow it down. If I'm being Imagine honest. if a cat was fluffy. It's like almost all of them, Cameron. That's the one. Okay, got the it. The one I'm pointing at. Perfect. That one. Thank you. Well, everybody, I hope you imagine your own fluffy kitty. Yeah, that's your homework. Imagine a fluffy kitty and then draw it and then send us the picture. Um, I can't remember if we have an email. Yeah. Send it to to anonaband at gmail.com and we'll talk about them. That's that's my band (laughs) email. It's opinions are cheap at gmail.com. Oh, that's even better. It's the name of the show. Yeah. I, yeah, I I wanted to write an email into a podcast I listened to. Boy, they make it hard to figure out what email to send it to. So now they're just never going to hear my complaint. God damn it. Joke's on them, I guess. Yeah, fuck them. The big red wolf spider tick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a callback. See, you, you you're improving your comedy skills every time. Yeah. Remember comedy night? Yeah, that was fun. What a what a, what an experience! I wonder if people still play that. You know, it's weird. I think it had an update not too long ago. Damn, I, that's not an offer, by the way. I don't but, I don't ever need to log into that one again. But I well, I, I mean, I'm not sure I need to either. Like the last time I tried, it seemed like no one was putting much effort in it seemed like everybody was like hopping in to see if something funny would happen and it's just some 12 year old saying like i i i'm i i'm i i'm elon musk i i went to the moon i feel like that and i, it, <laughs> and I saw among us and then they like they get kicked from the room yeah and it's like oh well, it was like good while it lasted yeah, VR chat kind of took it over, right? Like, if you want to get random wacky shit, like, like it's the better venue for it. There are open stages. <sighs> yeah, there's a couple Joel likes to go to um, on the weekends. If he if he drinks a bit or like around the evening, he'll play a bit of VR chat because apparently it's way more fun when you're kind of drunk. Uh, which I think I can confirm, but I mostly only play on Sunday. But yeah, he goes to those open mic stuff and like, like people will play guitar and sing and actually be good at it and and he has a good time i don't know it's cool yeah it's a very neat platform 
I still don't think I want to pay for it, but at the same no. time, I get so much out of it. I feel like they've earned money, but I haven't. I don't feel like paying them yet. <laughs> at the same time, you have paid for avatars. Well, yeah, but that goes to like that. That goes to artists. That doesn't go to the people responsible for the framework that makes everything possible. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like. <clears throat> I I want to be a a pretty spider. Here's eighty dollars, and then someone will leave the country, and I go. I learned my lesson, and meanwhile the VR chat people are like they're they're programming this out of that cardboard box in LA. Yeah. Oh well. If you, are if we you still give recording? a little bit of money, yeah, we should probably stop. What the shit? Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>